When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, Lucy. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the rain edition of Run the Track. Welcome, guys. Um, this is, I'm just so excited for this one. Yeah. I feel like we went on the run today, mm-hmm. we experienced the bad, in quotations, bad London weather, mm-hmm. uh, or UK r- weather in general. Yeah, we went, We are not too London-centric on this pod. Uh, not like the bloody government. Oh, God. Um, naturally, even before we went, I just felt like, oh, I can't be bothered, easy to stay inside, it's grey, it's miserable sadness. It, it is, feels yeah. like. Yeah, when you look out that window, you're like, weather. no thanks, yeah. not today. And then we just force ourselves. Mm. But then as soon as you're out, I'm just like, yes. Yes, you, you're you out, you're about, and something switches as mm. soon as... It's not even that far into the run. It switches quite quickly, like, this is fine. Yeah. I think it's as soon as you get moving, really. Yes, and it's the... You know, normally at the beginning of Run the Track, we're like, get those shoes on, get out the door. Yeah. I think that part is the hardest part when mm. it's raining. It's like the actual leaving the house. But once you start running, it's really not that different. Mm. Lucy, as a personal trainer, do you have any top tips to like inspire someone just to get out the door now? Um, Even if it's pouring with rain. I think, yeah, it's just like what we always say. So it's just like, stop making excuses for yourself. Like, I just feel like we do it quite a lot, me and you. Where we'll be like, oh, I've got this thing to do. So I'm going to go and do this and then I'll go on a run. But if you keep delaying it throughout the day, you feel a bit deflated and a bit annoyed with yourself. As soon as you can, try and just like make it almost robotic. Yeah. So it's like, I'm just putting my stuff on. Even if you have the thoughts in your head, negative thoughts being like, really can't bother the weather shit, blah, blah, blah. Don't even like focus on that bad side of your brain. Just be like, okay, I'm going to zip up. I'm going to put on a waterproof jacket that always really helps because then I'm like I have no excuse I'm a lightweight waterproof jacket is a lightweight really great. Uniqlo ones are really good don't you think I just bought one from eBay and for five pounds I won it at oh, an auction a little wow. black one mm, it's so lightweight and it means you can take off the layer if it gets a bit hot yeah really helpful yeah also waterproof trainers are really good <gasps> you have waterproof yeah trainers. I invested in them and they are just slightly more expensive but especially with our runs along the canal Mm. so in east london we've been running and um there's often like big puddles or you know horrible puddles yeah yeah, so if something like that happens it can then annoy you a bit as well if you feel like your feet are wet so having waterproof trainers really makes a difference because i just don't feel anything so i just feel kind of like above the weather when i'm running i'm like i don't care 
We're bigger than God yeah, when we run through the rain. We're demigods. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Get some waterproof trainers and you'll become a demigod. Um, I kind of want to talk about the British response to weather. Oh, my really, God. I, it's like, I don't know why we do it if it's like a weird British polite thing, but I do it with a lot of my clients when I train them. I'll be like, God, the weather is raining again. It's like, yeah, we are in the UK. The weather is four seasons. A lot of the time it rains, unfortunately. But that doesn't have to be a bad thing if you don't, if you switch your mindset with it. How do you feel about it? I've, I have such, I've had such an, what's the word? My relationship with small talk has been a journey. Because for so long when I was a teenager and like in my early 20s, I was like, Fuck small talk. Mm. We're all like so much more exciting than this. Like, why am I talking about my lunch with these fools? <laughs> like, why am I talking about weather with these fools? But over time, I'm like, no, it's just a really like simple way in. Like, it's just a, like something like the weather is just something you both have in common. It's like talking about Love Island or about politics. It's like, okay, this is something we both have in common. It relates to us both. And once we talk about the weather, we'll probably find something else. And it doesn't automatically mean you're boring or lame just because you're talking about the weather. Love that you just shut me down. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but also what I mean is, okay, so say if having this small talk kind of negative chat about the weather, how crap it is when it's raining on a Monday morning, say, would be like the prime example. Set yourself up for it. So mm. buy those waterproof trainers. Mm. Buy yourself a good umbrella. Be indulgent with it. You know, oh like, God, buy a yeah. big one. Who cares if you're in the way of other people? I actually You really are care. God's gift, honey. <laughs> so you are the main centre stage of the pavement. Don't you worry about anyone else. Go and get your coffee. Go and get your pastry. You've done your little m- morning run. I find umbrellas to be the manifestation of pure individualism in a way that's, like, so arrogant, so self-centred. Like, in London, when it, pre-2020, when it was, like, a biggie, biggie? <laughs> a really busy street. And one person had their umbrella and was like, and it was like all just to protect their hair in like his quick dash between offices or whatever. And it was like, I'm, I don't actually mind getting wet that much. So, or I'll have a hood or a little hat. Like I find umbrellas so arrogant and mm. I deeply don't like them, but I'm really jealous because I quite like the honey and it's me. Welcome to the rain. Mm. But yeah, I guess overall it's just motivating yourself to leave the house is that bit harder when it's raining, but the rewards are so massive. It means that you've actually got something out of the day quite quickly, whereas otherwise you could have just been inside and done nothing, and then you just have that feeling of like, I should go on a run, I should go on a run, hanging over you all day, and it's grey outside and it's raining. Whereas if you just go for it, you just feel the fear and you do it anyway. But the quicker response is to be like, this is a disgusting day, all I want to do is eat chocolate in bed and (laughs) wank and wank yeah (laughs) which is fine no judgment obviously but if you just include within that to-do list a little run Mm. you'll just feel slightly more like when you're farting it's like well I've earned the right to fart because I had a run the earliest day yeah and the endorphins will just do so much for you because you'll be like I got through it I got through the rain yeah and on that note should I Start with the the, first song. Yeah, go for it, honey. This is a huge song from 2020. Um, It features the word rain, features the word on, and it features the word me. And it's Rain On Me by Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande.
ones like Alejandro. Oh my god, I loved Alejandro. No, yeah. no like, name. No name. Alejandro. Was, even like the original. Ba 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 ba. Ga ga ooh la la. Yeah. I feel like I didn't ever buy that much into her as a singer, though, because I don't really like the sound of her voice. I mean, oh, really? The, uh, a Star is Born. Mm. I was like, wow. When she does the, like, that bit, the, like, drag <laughs> Anyone who can speak French is like, what the fuck did you say? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think she's a technically really good... I was always like, yes, she can sing. She hits notes that are, like, superhuman. It's like the tone of her voice I just don't like. It's a bit uh, harsh. Yeah. The sort of like slightly share operatic, but like it's just not a timbre I like. However, I do like this song. I actually prefer this song to the Star is Born song. Okay. The like shallows. I found oh, the shallows no, song. I, did, I wasn't into the song. It was really overrated. But all my friends were really into all I know. that music and I really wasn't a fan. I also didn't think the film was that good. Like it was a film I wanted to be really good. Like. Wish I could say the same, but I bawled as soon as it ended. So okay, I loved fair. it. I liked the first half. I think it might be a bit of a Marmite. It's a bit like La La Land. Like you either love it or you hate it. Mm, there's a lot going on, but let's go back to the rain. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the message of this song is so good because it's like, I'd rather be dry. Yeah, we'd all rather be running in the dry. Mm. <laughs> if we're going to make it directly about our podcast. <clears throat> I'd rather be dry, but at least I'm alive. I'd rather be wanking in bed. <laughs> I'd rather be wanking in bed, but I'm running. <laughs> but... You're not. Its message is about submitting yourself to devastation. A flawless dance floor crier as a celebration of all the tears. It's like, I'd rather be dry, but at least I'm alive. It's like about being grateful for what you have. Mm -hmm. And you can't avoid the shit things in your life. Like, it's easy for us to say, just recording this podcast, we've had a few glasses of wine, we've been on our run today. We hope the runners are having a good time. I don't know, sometimes when you're in a place of relative comfort, are really empty to be like, yeah, life throws some shit at you, but you get through it, and you forget how it actually feels to be in it and when it is really bad. But at least songs like this recognise that, and if you are having a bad time, like, just sort of going through it is all you can do. Like, we're going on a bear hunt. Like, mm. you can't go around it, you can't go under it, you just have to go through it. Mm. And rain is quite a good analogy for that because it's something really simple like I'm just going to go on a run in the rain today but that's a metaphor for like I'm going to accept this really bad things happened in my life and I'm just going to have to keep going anyway and you can take that message as superficially or as in depth as you'd like and I remember one of my clients who um his mother had just died he was having continuous um panic attacks and I said running was one of the best things in terms of resetting the breath and it's so like natural for a human to just be running that it um really jolts you out sometimes of a mindset like and a like a negative cycle a ne- you're negative stuck cycle. In. yeah um and it really really helped him so it's almost like moving yourself in the way that you want to move forward with your mental health so yes you're like running through it yeah that, and also that song's just really fun it's so interesting that like they've created a really fun song that like everyone can dance to but it's a kind of about like both of them connecting over being really having like a really intense traumatic time Mm. and then it ends up being like a banger it's not like a it's not like a sad song that's really slow it's like everyone's dancing and we're gonna get through it yeah like it's almost like you could easily just dance and not be listening yeah so you can listen to it on both levels Mm. and um ben beaumont thomas from the guardian named rain on me is the best song of 2020 a stratospheric level of pop perfection stating the song's true historical legacy this is from billboard 
will become clearer years from now when we look back on 2020. Rain On Me stands apart as a song that helped millions of people cope with the uncertainty, tragedy and anxiety of an endless downpour of a year. Amazing. Right. So, time for um, our next song. Okay. Yeah. So, the next song we've got is... What is Cry it? Me A River. Oh, nice. it's such a creepy video i think that comes across so badly these so days was, yeah justin timberlake crimea river um released in 2002 after britney and his breakup and obviously the whole basis kind of of the video is insinuating that the woman who he's invading her property coming in with a random woman and um, making a sex tape kind of video um and then stalking the britney lookalike in order to sorry stalking to watch her watch the video while she's having a shower as well it comes across like psychopathic and then on a really like not even that deep level just loser it's like <laughs> she cheated on you yes that, that's not very nice for you Justin but you're clearly not over it because you've made a video about it and like made someone look like her and the whole thing just it just stinks for me it's it's really intense I guess the point of also the word rivers in it and cry both water-based but then also the video iconically does open with like it's really raining outside mm. um that's just me chipping it chipping back in with the theme of the pod but yeah it stinks of psycho I don't know if we were like less attuned to like the weirdness of it at the time like we were quite young so probably we were just like ooh, gossip who's cheated on who but now once you've like learned about manipulative psychos you've watched loads of documentaries on like murderers mm. when you watch that video back now you're like fucking hell Justin Timberlake. I don't mean it. to completely make a fool out of him but it just I just think the video really is quite mortifying like what you said to me the other day of like getting over someone you think in your head from the ego that by doing things like making this video is gonna make you seem really cool and like you don't give a shit but actually in reality it comes across really badly so the best thing to do is just look after yourself go on your runs make yourself feel good <laughs> yeah um if you're and... thinking about doing some kind of performative instagram story to show someone how bitter you are about what they did to you like d just don't yeah and if you have done it delete it now there's no shame in the delete i delete yeah. all the time because you're better than that you don't need to show them any anything like move past them and like they will cry you a river, but it's not, it, 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 there's no action that you can do to create any more of that. If anything, it's going to draw you further away from what you want. Do not hire a lookalike of yeah. your ex <laughs> and then get them in your Instagram story yeah. in order to torment them. Just move on. Or like privately with your friends, bitch, bitch as much as you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Publicly, oh, don't. Yeah. How um, weird would that be if your ex-boyfriend was like, I can understand them writing a song about you. Been there. But, like, if they hired a lookalike... Oh, just the whole thing. Like, 
it and just, your record label like it being just stinks of, of like you're still obsessed with me i mean yeah 100 percent. yeah um but yeah i think it's a really good song aside from the fact that i find him quite embarrassing but well done and like cheers and claps to timberland because i just think it's a really really strong song yeah timberland comes out the best of all three of them and i think it's a really good song to run to because like ignore like doing participating in this kind of behavior but more so like you know you're better than whoever you're thinking of um so just ignore them and keep running safe okay next song so the next song is wet ass pussy because it's wet And that's rain. Wet as pussy by Megan the Stallion. Sorry, Megan the Stallion and Cardi B. You better get your bucket and mop. Ready. Make it cream, make me scream. I don't public, make the scene. I don't cook. I don't clean, but let Aye. me tell you, I got Aye. this ring. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down the side of me. Quit yeah. jump out for you, let it get inside of me. I tell yeah. them where to put it, never tell them where I'm about to be. I run down on them before I have a nigga running me. Talk your shit, fight your lip. Ask for a car while you ride that dick. Why you really ain't never got him fucking for a thing. He already made his mind up before he came. Now get your boots, hang your coat, fuck this wet ass pussy. He bought a phone just for pictures of this wet ass pussy. Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet ass pussy. Now make it rain if you want to see. Some wet ass yeah. pussy. Look, I need a hard hit. I need okay, a deep stroke. I need a hand. Wet ass pussy. My god, what a strong wet ass pussy. Wet ass. So English. Ass. Wet ass um, pussy. Which is hilariously censored on some channels as wet and gushy. Wet and gushy. That's so much. It's worse? Yeah, but she yeah, she says it in the song though. Gushy, Cardi B. Gushy. Yeah. Um but yeah, the heavily sampled um you know the there's some holes in this hub. Oh yeah, is from um 1993 Baltimore club song that hose in the house. Oh, hose in the just house. Keep sampling it again and again. <laughs> oh oh really? what the song with the lyrics <laughs> hose in the house is called hose in the house. <laughs> yeah, that's what they use. So the song hose in the house is about there are in the house there are hose. It was Pitchfork's number one in 2020, but like number one song in 2020. I still have sort of no, like sort of underlying resentment towards Pitchfork. Oh, really? I just find they think they're so cool. And they think they're so cool that they went for such a mainstream big song. It was like, yeah, we didn't choose Phoebe Bridges. No, we didn't choose mm. someone really indie. We went for the... There's something annoying about them choosing it. But they did still choose it. Sorry, back to you. And speaking about annoying things, I don't get Kylie Jenner being in it. Mm. It was a bit odd. It feels like... um. In the video, you mean? I don't, yeah, in the video, sorry, when she just, like, walks. And it's like, at least do the splits. Like, they're giving everything. You're, you're literally just walking. I don't know what everyone else think, what you listeners think about it. Um, but then, another, sorry, critic um, Russell Brand's YouTube, did you? Oh, yeah, when he was, like, the master's house can't be dismembered by the master's tools. Yeah, because I think that came across really badly. He was kind of saying, like, it's anti-feminist, but actually it's, like, missing the point. I feel like that's so, like... A male's version of what mm. they think feminism is. I think Snoop Dogg's come out recently saying, leave a little to the imagination, ladies. I just think it's so, like, it's just men can't take that. I have some good quotes on Twitter. Men can't take what, though? In um, your words. Men can't take women being aggressively sexual. And I'm not talking about, like, slightly sexual in a way that is 
it's it's almost like empowering for women because I feel like it's like harshly sexual, which intimidates. I don't know how to explain what I mean. It's like men would rather girls are like kind of teasing, like implying. Yeah. But there's like zero innuendo or euphemism or anything in this song. It's like wet ass pussy. I and like both of them are really strong. Like mm. in the video, they have like big legs, big thighs. Like they look like they could kind of beat you up. Like. <laughs> so it's like it's not the same as being like a tiny little like little flower kind of always doing this sort of, sort of euphemistic like maybe maybe I'll suck your dick maybe I won't they're like no fucking come over here yeah. bend me over and fuck you're me gonna up. enter me dry and leave soggy soggy like so- a, like the re- the run we went on we yeah, entered it dry exactly. and we left soggy um I what do you think of it I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's grown on me. I think at first I was a bit like, this is just begging for like, like, even the Kylie Jenner in the video, I was like, you're just trying to be sensationalist. You're just trying to like, I just, I found it a bit tacky at first and wasn't that impressed by it. Mm. But it has, it has stayed with me. And anytime it comes on, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. really fun, really fun. And it's like a necessary, like, it's ridiculous when men are like, oh, women shouldn't be like this because not every song is like that. Um, and I've it got... is just fun to have one completely unashamed, like, straight up, like, here we go. So, and, like, the trick of this song is, like, you can never apologise. Like, the way the video opens on, like, two statues of women, like, squatting with their legs open. It's, mm. like, we do not apologise. It's, like, the way La La Land opens on, like, a musical number. It's, like, we do not apologise for what this is about. And WAP and La La Land <laughs> have that in common. <laughs> and also, I've got, like, a quote here from B- the... Uh, writing, uh, Nick Levine stated that the success of the song. Um, Wait, who's Nick Levine? From the BBC, uh, writing from the BBC. Oh God! Um, well, how dare the BBC have an opinion <laughs> on WAP? Sorry, just. Um, and uh, our WAP correspondent Nick Levine joins us now. Nick um, is a the song as a celebration of female sexual agency creates space for many more female artists to write unselfconsciously about what they want, which I think is exactly how I took it as a song like I thanks Nick thanks Nick thanks, for, letting, for interpreting that for us <laughs> mate um find that a bit sorry I just don't really think it needs interpretation it's like someone like Nick Levine is paid the BBC license pays <laughs> license pays Price. money to tell us what we already bloody know mm. they're just like I'm singing about my wet ass pussy great the but end. I think it's like dominant I think as yeah. a song I think it's like completely misunderstood by say someone like Russell Brown where he's being like what this is is this porn or is this like feminist and it's like no it's like you're missing the point you don't it's just get fun. it again we said in the peach episode like I don't even I think it's even like a red herring to try and even make it feminist not that it's not feminist but like I said this before but like feminism is just always confused so it's just like leave the feminism out of it like just mm-hmm. it's just a fun like it's a song it's a fun song and you don't have to listen to it if you're offended by it but at the same time like it's just really fucking fun yeah no I love it and it's like woo wet ass pussy yes and you'd rather like women be singing about it than men yeah and you know like sometimes with like rap songs Mm -hmm. male rap songs Mm -hmm. you feel this sense of like it's feels like loads of men are like yes 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 I feel like that with this song for girls it's like Mm. almost like we're like it's like this such like we're this female club 
Almost. It's like, we're gonna fuck you, yeah. not gonna get fucked. Yeah. And maybe we'll like getting fucked at the same time. <laughs> because getting fucked is also fun, and yes, sure. But at the same time, it's like, we have... Because I don't even think it's like empowering in the way that like it's not degrading. It's, I don't know. It's like, ugh. I don't even want to attach any kind of theoretical Maybe meaning we to say it. Anything about feminism in this bit? Then. No, but I think it's fine because it's like people can attach what they like to it. But for me personally, as soon as you add theory to a song that's just meant to be fun, it's like no, you've like you said, like no, you've missed the point. Mm. Like this is just meant to be fucking fun and jokes on the dance floor and like. Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion are the only people that could do it because they're the only people with, like, literally the balls enough to, like, just go for it unashamedly. So many other people would be doing it with a sort of little coy look in the eye. But they're like, no, mm. here's my vagina. Um. So, yeah, I just think to over... It's just, like, don't overthink it. It's just fun for me. Yeah. And you are a great dancer to the song. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> I've been treated um, to a dance are. from the opening of my vagina. Um, <laughs> so uh, uh, if you're interested, any of the listeners who are on the track, I can actually teach you a way to be able to learn how to do the splits. Um, it probably Just takes... 50 pounds, take you around the back of the bike shed. <laughs> Open your legs. Um, so basically it works. It's called... Oh, wait, so we explain that the dance, in like the TikTok dance of for this oh, song. Oh, yeah, so basically uh, me and my primary school lot learn how to do the dance mm-hmm. one night um and you have to be able to do the splits what is the dance though is it what move into what into what so it's coming in so coming into like a low split and then bouncing on the split oh my god in the split so position. bouncing on your yeah so it's vagina. in the video you'll see them both being on they're on two chairs so their legs are on each chair in a splits position i'm in that position right they're now bouncing. <laughs> same um we're both in that position um <laughs> Well, then we did it earlier. Um, so they, they have a leg on each chair. The chairs are splayed. So their legs are splayed. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And they're bouncing up and down. Um, and the way that you can learn how to do the splits is called, it's called PNF stretching. So basically what you do, I don't know why I'm making it really like What does serious. PNF stand for? No, don't worry. Not, I thought maybe it was like pussy and fuck. Or oh no, it's like three something. Okay. Um, so what I want you to do is, if you put some socks on right now... Yeah, but they are running. Oh, they're running. They're literally running. In the, okay, let's say you're running. Stop running. Get to a bench. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you want to learn, basically, put socks on um, when you get home. It's actually quite a good stretch as well okay. for your hips. And if you die, it's not our fault. Yeah. Um, so then just get into as far as you can down into a, a front splits position. Um, and then from here... So then push up with your inner thighs. You're squeezing your inner thighs together and your pelvis together at the top. Mm -hmm. And then inhale, hold for three seconds. Exhale, come back down. You should be able to further the stretch slightly more. And then basically repeat that three times um, and build that up throughout a month period. So at the end of your runs... At the end of every run, you need to do your PNF. You need to do your WAP. WAP. Okay, and then by after a month, it's like, I'm ready to, like, what do you do? Just break into the split straight away? You can then do whatever you want. You could do the bouncing. You can... Ooh, lucky lads. Yeah. That's all I'll say. Lucky everyone. Lucky whoever's going to have sex with me in 2021. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll be like, no, for, like, don't. Like, I just want to... Yeah. 
Like, can we just step? No, no, I've been working on this. Like, please, let me show you. <laughs> ah, no, you've broken your groin. <laughs> but it's a great, great fun song. And uh, Lucy's an expert. I've been treated to Lucy doing the splits. A few times. <laughs> It's the size of a hold and it's it's really great. Yeah. She's a good personal trainer. Yeah, I really am. <laughs> what is it like with a happy ending? <laughs> um so yeah. Huge song. I mean, everyone's gonna have their own interpretation of that song, but ultimately great. I'm not interpretation but relationship with that song. Uh, next song, what is it? Okay, so the next one is um my boys, my two sons, um AJ Tracy and H. Singing rain. Two penguins giving my stress. I delete them both. I'm so indecisive. Next guy trying to attack man, going on crazy, but I think I like it. More time I lose my head, but then I get stressed, guys. So I have to find it. Think I got time for a side chick. No way, this not riding in my way. I said, say my name. First class fight to a lay as soon as I land bill a paper plane. Soon touch back in the ends. One ten on the M trying to take a chase. Big fat stack in my bag when I unzip that for the make it rain. Call when we run down this rain. Right wrist and left wrist that's rain. She said, what gone? What's going on? Why am I wet? Girl, that's rain. Call when we run down this rain. Right wrist and left wrist that's rain. She said, what gone? What's going on? Why am I wet? Girl, that's rain. It's like the antithesis of what we were just talking about because in this song, Rain, they're like, Oh girl, you're so wet. What's that? That's rain. It's like, well, it's kind of more fun when the girl says it herself. But fine, you know, we like the masculine. There's no criticism as well. with this song. No, do so. you notice? It's like Nicki Minaj. It's like, oh my god, how outrageous! It's a woman saying something. It's like it's the same thing. Yeah, literally yeah. being like raining as like innuendo of sex and money, like we said, mm. and like it's like that's the same thing. Exactly, but I guess... All, all we AJ want them and... to do is AJ and H. Why don't you do the splits as well? Oh, shit. That's such a good point. <laughs> H, I want to see you splits. I, yeah, do a splits and then we'll, like... Zero respect unless you do your piano splits. Um, I guess also <laughs> they're just English, so they just don't hit the cultural radar on the same level. Mm. So no one's going to, like, engage with it unless you're, like, fully American. But AJ, Tracy and H, who are they? What do they do? Um, good question, Flora. Thanks, oh, Laura. I don't think to There's two people in here. Yeah, I know, I know. You know? Um, <laughs> so, obviously, UK rap is not my 100% centre of expertise. I don't know if you can tell from my voice. I'm, I grew up on A Street, but not B Street. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ Tracy is from Ladbrook Grove, West London. Okay, here's an interesting fact about him. Born in Brixton, raised in Ladbrook Grove. His name originally was Che Walton Grant. Hmm. And he was named by his mother after the revolutionary Che Guevara. Oh my god, amazing. So AJ Tracy, his namesake is Che Guevara, born in Brixton, and then moved to Labrick Grove. Which he sings about, oh sorry, not sings, raps about a lot. Sings. sings. <laughs> which he does his little and ditties does about. about. <laughs> um, no, I think there is quite a lot of gang violence there, so I don't want to be too trite. But then, obviously, going on with his namesake... AJ Tracy comes out, he endorses the Labour Party, he endorses Jeremy Corbyn in 2017. Mm. Campaign video, he said, the Labour Party strongly support the youth in following their dreams and giving people a chance. He added, in my opinion, we need the Labour government to give young people a hope, a chance for their future, and I genuinely believe that Corbyn is the man to do it. So, I'm that sure... That went downhill, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, lead balloon sort of thing, but it's not just, just the generics street story it's like no i was literally named after the most left-leaning revolutionary that i'm sure jeremy corbyn would love you know jeremy corbyn's wife is yeah that's South interesting American. as a link actually so yeah. he's both 
a rapper and political in some respects. Maybe AJ Tracy could have started a revolution. Instead, he chose to rap, and that truly is the revolution. Maybe it's spoken word revolution. Mm, make it rain. And in that, you can hear that sort of Marxist propaganda, that sort of anti-Israel. <laughs> anyway, um, he's been rapping since the age of six and is an avid supporter of Tottenham Hotspur. So that's a down mark from the Andersons <laughs> because we're big Arsenal fans. That's a yes from me. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, we both oh, sort of fancy sorry, AJ Crazy. Really no, no, I think it's because we both fancy him a bit because we watched him on the rap game. <laughs> <laughs> I fancied Zoms. Okay, yeah, so any followers of the rap game, we Lucy and I have watched both series, and we, was he in the first series, I think, AJ Tracy? Uh, yes. Yeah. and I surmised that he was subbing in for DJ Target, I think, when DJ Target's mum died, mm. and which made, which really drew me more towards AJ, because I was like, you're a good man, because mm. you're kind of too big for this, for, to be on the rap game, but you're doing it for good reasons. Mm. So, they're basically... Just rapping about how rich they are, how they've gone to LA, but then now they're coming back. Don't worry about it. And I guess maybe they're saying, like, we like LA, but we want to come back to London. Oh, was that's UK. We haven't even spoken about H, who's from Manchester, where it rains all the time. Shout out, Manny. Love Manchester. Yeah. Um, also, H. It's called H because it's the pronunciation of his name, Harrison. Which is the name of my agent. Shout out, Harrison. <laughs> ruff, ruff. <laughs> yeah, H is really cute like I find it hard to watch him in rap videos because I just think there's no like doesn't seem much grit to him he's just so like he'd be like your younger brother yeah but in a way I like it because it endears me to him yeah he also did had a strong performance on the rap game when he judged the videos yeah yeah it's true and he was wearing all Burberry also I I just think any northern accent is so good with rap it makes you distinctive it's easy to identify him who else is from up north um Jason Manford. But yeah, like, it's easy to identify him, but he kind of rolls with it. I feel like he sometimes deliberately overuses words that end in, like, eh, so he can, like, push the accent. Mm. He'll be like, went to manne, have some, like, he'll really push it. I wonder whether, because it's, like, um, a Mancunian accent, like what you're just saying, how, because American rap kind of, in some ways, sounds better than English or UK Ooh, rap. Big, I know, big sorry to be controversial here, but I'm going to say, because of the pronunciation of the way they say at ah, or mm. like eh, say, like you're saying, um, so more of an open mouth, so it works better with rap mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in comparison to like the U- uh, London rap. Yeah. Which is obviously amazing, but it just sounds, doesn't sound as open and... I love us two really posh white women being like, so the thing about London rap is, and the thing about American so we rap We don't know what we're talking about. Darling, you're all sounding fabulous and we love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what I do know is that H was born on December the 9th and is a Sagittarius. Oh, that's a really strong sign. Yeah. For a rap writing, that's a, Isn't that makes the strongest a lot. star sign, would you say? Your mum my dad, both, yeah. stars, both Sagittarius. Yeah, very easygoing, very funny, very relaxed, but with a little bit of an edge. Yeah, so if you're a Sag listening, well done. Yeah, and H is a Sag, and we may not have street smarts, but we know our star signs, and we respect H. Whereas, I think, AJ Tracy, 4th of March, what does that make him? Pisces! Aye! 
So AJ Tracy is a Pisces. Being a Pisces born on March 4th, you are well known for your intuitive, self-sacrificing and sensitive personality. At times you may feel psychic, but this is only because of your innate ability to sense the moods and thoughts of others. Sure, he sounds perfect here. I mean, yeah, I do fancy AJ Tracy. <laughs> That's the twist in the tale. I like how he has slightly spotty skin. Okay. Um, That sounds really rude because spots have a stigma attached to them, but with I think he actually suits it. There's like a texture and it makes me want to know him more. And like there's a reality, like there's a reality to him. Mm. You mean like with cellulite? You're an honest man and that makes you more attractive. Mm. Okay. Also, I do jog to that song and I know it works, which is why I chose it. Next one, we're going straight up with Gene Kelly. Singing in the rain is kind of a fun surprise. Come on with the rain, I've a smile on my face. I walk down the lane with a happy refrain. Just singing, singing in the rain. Dancing in the rain. I'm happy again. So that was Singing in the Rain from the film Singing in the Rain, written by. <laughs> I just had the old notes. Labour Party leader Jeremy Corbyn. No, um, it was written by. Written by Arthur Freed and music by Nassio Herb Brown. Interestingly, the song was existed before the film. Oh, okay, so it was it was just added into. It was almost the film was made because of the song. Because it was that good. Yeah, and all the other songs in the film had also previously existed, and they just wanted a film to contain the song to be a carrier of these classic hits. Mm. I think that was quite common in this era. Like, I know that they used to do this with Marilyn Monroe as well, mm. where they'd create um, parts for her rather than it being like, this is a film, do you want to be part of it? It's like being like, okay, Wet Africa Pussy is a great song, we now need a musical to oh contain it. That would be a great musical. If we keep learning the splits, we'll be there. Yeah, <laughs> auditioning outside. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to be honest, though. When I hear Singing in the Rain, as much as I'm a huge musical fan, you know that from the musical mm. episodes, I love musicals, but... The first thing I think of is George Sampson from Britain's Got Talent. Do you remember him? He did like a street dance to Singing in the Rain in one of the finals. And then like he did this move where he went on oh the lamppost. Oh my God, yeah. And then. What, you didn't like it? No, no, I loved it. He was like horizontal against <laughs> the lamppost in like a sort of core strength exercise thing. And that really stuck with me. I always find with dancing, do you ever think in your head that if aliens could look down, say at that move, it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> that is actually mad. But how come Attractive. tap dancing isn't a thing anymore? I know, we were just bemoaning that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we need to bring tap back. Um, but yeah. it's the ultimate song of singing in the rain. It's like, yes, it's raining, but I'm going to sing through it. Because I'm really happy and I'm enjoying my life. And life is really fun. It doesn't have to be... If you associate things like rain as negative or other examples would be winter as negative or Monday Mondays as negatives, when actually if you're just like, Mondays are great, I'm going to really enjoy it. On a Monday, I'm going to go and get myself something really fun like a coffee and a pastry and make that my Monday like habit or something that 
makes you feel empowered for the day itself mm. or like with rain on a run run in the rain run, run in the day. rain yeah it's like it doesn't have to have a negative association so like it's really important to notice what you have negative associations with and then try and actually completely revamp your emotional response to that sorry i feel so like i'm being really basic no, no no you're not at all because i completely agree with that because it's so easy to get into that cycle of like and I think 2020 really helped people, like, snap out of it. Mm. But it was really scary to see how many people were like, Monday, Wednesday, hump day, Friday, or, like, even, like, Thursday, nearly Friday. Ooh, Friday. It's like, what is our life? We're just saying the days. And, yes, we will have to go to work. And, yes, it's like a finan- Like a, I completely understand the financial need to be at work. It's not like anyone's above that, but... It's really scary how quickly your psychology just gets trapped in these really basic ways of talking about the world. That's Mm. like nothing to do with like the sheer like, and I hate to be like cheesy, but like there's so much more potential in so many more exciting ways. Except instead of being like, oh, it's raining, that shit. Or like, oh, it's Monday, that shit. Or Mm. oh, it's dark, that shit. Yes, those things do affect you. But like, you have to push past it. Mm. Otherwise, your life is just going to be so limited. Mm. You know, when you go into, like, a really shit card shop and everything's, like, age is just a number. Or, like, Prosecco o'clock. Mm. It's, like, fine for a card. But, like, some people live their life like that. And it's, like, no, 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 no. We're, like, deeply intense humans. We're, like, so sexual. We're so emotional. We're so aggressive. And, like, there's just so much more to us than, like, Prosecco o'clock. Or, like, Monday morning. It's, like, ooh. We're not know. robots. Like, yeah. we're really not. Anyway. Um, anyway, yeah. So that's just the classic music. And we love musicals, so do listen to the musical edition if you want to indulge more in our musical chat. But that's Gene Kelly doing what he does best, tap dancing. It's basically Rain On Me before Rain On Me came out. And, God, he's a man. No, he's really good looking. That's a man. That's a he's man. He's like a classic good looking man. And there's something so sexy about a man dancing. But there's something about a man dancing in a suit. Can we, yeah, can we also bring back, please, yeah, old school ways of dressing for men? Like, if you fancy doing it as a man listener, male listener, sorry, I just think it's so fit. It's so fit. You know, get that tie on, maybe even the little bowler hat. Yeah, just, just dress well. <laughs> dress fucking well. Um, should we go on to the next one? Yes, please. Okay, so our final song. Please. Um, is Raining Men. Jerry Halliwell version. Yes. was The Weather Girls, but that was obviously Jerry Halliwell. 2001, asked by a film company for Bridget Jones. Oh, is it in Yeah, the yeah. Yes. So she, basically she was asked to sing it for Bridget Jones. It's actually really sexual. Um, I'm going to put that out there. I don't know why people are so shocked by what, when there were videos like this in the 90s of her wearing like just knickers and a little crop top, which is great. And like, 
doing kind of the same movements in a way. Like she splits. does the splits, yeah. yeah, in the video on the audition table. So for I don't the really auditioners. get why. I guess the lyrics aren't as sexual. Well, they are a bit. It's like I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna let myself get absolutely soaking wet and then you could mash that up with wet ass pussy get a bucket and a mop it's like yeah we've always i guess rain we said rain and it just ties so in with getting Mm. wet with the female pleasure (laughs) female um female wetness was she your favorite spice girl who were you in primary school? Obviously, I would always dress as baby because I was blonde. I don't think that suits your personality. Same, but like it suited my blonde hair. I was posh, but mm, yeah, probably dull. posh is a bit me as well. I probably wanted to be scary, but it would have been kind of racist. But like, I feel like I have the spirit of scary. Sporty, I quite like as well. I did like ginger. Um, it's a shame that being ginger was so maligned socially because looks really good it's just it's just a lazy joke and then a lot of very good looking people suffer from lazy comedy hate lazy comedy and Mm. gingers have borne the brunt of it throughout my life but overall i feel like that's a really good motivational song huge if Um, it were raining men that would be a disaster people would die people would be crushed men would die from the fall realistically it's not an ideal situation i really like someone quoted about the song as well Describe raining men. It's raining men is describing an excitement and enjoyment of many types of men. <laughs> so imagine like loads of different types, sizes, jobs, LinkedIn. Yeah, <laughs> them all just raining down. I guess it's kind of like a dating app. Oh my god! Down, yeah, when swipe, you're bumbling, swipe, swipe. hinging, tindering, whatever. What's your poison? Yeah, <laughs> and you realise you like lots of types of men. Yeah, but then also it's it may be raining men, sure, but is it meaning? Raining? It may be raining men, sure, but is it raining the right men? Because mm. it's like that's the experience of the apps. Like, sure, I'm I'm covered in rain, but which raindrop would I like to crystallize and turn into sort of snowflake on my arm? Yeah, fair. And also, don't you find it funny that sometimes when you're like seeing a good raindrop, mm-hmm. you're like, why was I putting up with all the other drops of rain? So like, true. it's so weird that, like you said, like there may be lots of men. Drops. Male drops. Men drops. <laughs> male drops. Again, not a male sexual, uh... I guess raining men also is very like the ejaculate. It's mm. raining men. It's raining sperm. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. Rain it. and sex. Metaphors. I guess maybe when the British are talking about weather, they're actually always talking about sex. Mm. Huge. And you can see it in their eyes. And we speak very euphemistically as a nation. Yeah. Oh, it's very wet today margaret <laughs> Ooh, there's stormy weather outside <laughs> we might have actually hit upon something that's deeply freudian about yeah. our obsession with the weather yeah anyway um yeah men you've put up with oh, i don't know i i i just think this really ties into running because i think running really resets this mentality of getting stuck in this kind of like very negative trapping self-deprecating mindset when you're amazing and like this song I think is just like showcasing that of like there are so many fucking men out there and women and don't like think that you deserve a situation that you think that you're stuck in right now because there are thousands of people out there like they always say the famous expression 
Learning more fish in the sea. Yeah, although obviously with the Brexit regulations and sea fish, that's <laughs> tricky. But I do think, like, you know, when you're, I go through phases with the apps and sometimes you get nervous with the apps, but then you, and then you delete them and then you re-download them. Like, as, like, Hinge is re-downloading and you've got the sort of timer saying, like, it's downloading. Just want to say to yourself, like, as it's downloading, I'm going to go out. I'm going <laughs> to let myself get absolutely soaking wet. Just keep running. Yeah, it's like, just keep running. The one thing that you are doing, that you're doing the first thing unfortunately I think as well sorry can I just say I think it goes back to especially if, if any of you guys have listened to our calming episode um just going back to basics so if you are just feeling a bit off going on a run even though it feels like a really big thing will make you feel better and then your day will be better and it just works out it's as, as stupid as that sounds it's so simplistic like life is like making your bed as we always say got having a bath um in that order. Having your hair cut, I don't know, just self-care in like really nice, calming ways will just make you feel better and reset you. Because but it's also stuff, I know this is going to sound really cutthroat, but it's also stuff that's like, grow up. Mm. It, <laughs> Lucy just sipped wine in a sort of quite puppy dog way then. But it's like, scared. <laughs> go on that run. Don't be that teenage Kevin and Perry type person that's like, no. It's like, no, go actually. Tidy your fucking room. Get out of the house. Literally, whatever you're going through, and even if this is so evil to say, like, however fucking shit it is, it will be made better by you doing the really boring, basic stuff. Mm. And there is joy to be found in pushing through the rain. Yeah, literally. And it's deeply sexual. And it's so sexual, and you can just literally, like, have sexual thoughts while you run. Thank you. No worries. <laughs> Should we call it a day? Yes. <laughs> Bye. Bye, babies. <laughs>